Good morning to you, my friends. How are you doing this morning? How was your night? I hope you've had a pleasant night rest and God bless you. You are welcome to review. It's your host and your dear friend here, Esther. Good morning, Father God. I will love and praise your holy name. We have come again to thank you and praise you for the breath and the gift of life. We thank you for how far we have come this week and we thank you for everything we've been able to do. Thank you for the ones undone. Thank you because you help us and strengthen us towards them. As we learn from the book this morning, open our eyes, hearts and minds to see and hear from you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Welcome once more, my friends. And today, let's look at the topic that says, Addressing life's situations as believers. Now in the bracket, we have Simon. The Sorcerer. Our topic, addressing life's situations as believers. But in the bracket, we have Simon the Sorcerer. And so please turn with me, if you will, to Act of Apostle. We are back there again this morning, aren't we? God bless you. Act of Apostles, chapter 8. And we're reading verses 8, verses 9 to 20. Act of Apostles, chapter 8, verses 9 to 20 reads, But there was a certain man called Simon, who previously practiced sorcery in the city and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great. To whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And they heeded him, because he had astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip, as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God, and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. Now, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem, heard 
that Samaria had received the word of God. They sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for as yet he had for as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, that anyone on whom I lay hands, may receive the Holy Spirit. Verse 20, where we shall stop. But Peter said to him, Your money perish with you, because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. Amen. Thank you, friends, for reading with me or listening. And you see, you can carry on to read to the hand if you want, if you like. God bless you. You see, addressing life situation as believers, and we're looking at this man called Simon the Sorcerer. You see, Simon the Sorcerer was a well-known man in Samaria. I mean, for the people had thought, his sorcery with which he had held or taken them captive was so great that it was meant to be or it had to be the power of God they were witnessing. But when these people who were formerly lost in the wonder of sorcery received the true light of the gospel preached to them by Philip, they were all delivered from lies and deceptions that had astonished them for a long, long time. Although the sorcerer, I mean Simon, also believed in Christ for salvation and got baptized. But we can clearly see his heart was still set on the worldly gains of his pre-Christ life, like money, power, and status. Did you see what he did? Verse 19, I mean verse 18, and when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given. He offered them money. Mm. Friends, as believers who claims to follow Christ wholeheartedly, we too must always be wary of what we set our heart upon. If you claim 
to have received Christ, but continues to address life situations with worldly goals and ambitions in mind? Oh, friends, I'm afraid. There is something terribly, terribly wrong here. Oh, yes. And we must stop to reevaluate our lives and priorities. I mean, thank God for Peter, who immediately rebuked this guy. Verse 20, but Peter said to him, your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. He immediately rebuked him. And you know, the rebuke was for his own sake, his own good. Otherwise, Simon was added for trouble. But he humbly accepted his wrongdoings and also implored the apostles to pray for him. If you go on to check verse 24, go with me to verse 24, please. Then Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me that none of the things which you have spoken may come upon me. Now he was sober and implored the apostles to pray for him. Friends, will you make a halt today? I mean to stop and take a careful look at how you also tend to address life's issues or situations. The intent of your heart, your motives towards whatever it is you do, your general address of things. How do you handle them? With worldly wisdom and ambitions in mind? Or as a true believer? Father God, we bless your holy name again this morning for the power of your word. It goes deep into the root. It liberates and sets free completely. Thank you for opening our eyes, hearts, and minds this morning. To drink from the very source of life. We love you, Abba Father. We praise your holy name. Be thou glorified forever. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'm afraid this is all we've got time for this morning, my friends. I thank you for your love. Always. Remember, I love you too. And of course, Jesus Christ, the Lord of all, loves you too. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. 
But until then, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household now and forever. Amen. I just said to rub it up. It's you that I see. It's you that I see.
Thank you. 